Hi, friends. Welcome to the Pain-Free Birth Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Welton, a certified doula, childbirth educator, and mother of three. In this space, we'll hear positive, supernatural, and yes, even pain-free birth stories from women just like you. We'll explore the deeply spiritual side of childbirth and how God designed women's bodies brilliantly for birth. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends. Today is a really special episode because I am interviewing Allah, who had a twin home birth, an unexpectedly unassisted twin home birth, meaning no medical professionals, OBs, or midwives were there when she delivered her babies. It was also a precipitous labor, which is a labor under three hours. And in her case, it was only 30 minutes. So with twins at home, so many mind-blowing pieces of this story that you will want to tune in to hear because it is such a, an incredible testimony of how God worked in her pregnancy and in her birth to provide everything she needed to have a beautiful, like I would dare say glorious home birth with twins. And so I'm like on the edge of my seat, so excited to interview her. I shared her birth video actually on my Instagram. I think it has now hundreds of thousands of views, like 50,000 likes. It was one of those viral ones that, you know, it was your husband, I believe, recorded it. Was that right, Ala? I had him put my phone up on a... On a, a yes. Thankfully, we had it set up in advance. And I just, that's all I remember. I like, kind of like blacked out. I was like, please, babe, before you do anything, set my phone up and press record. Oh, and I'm so glad I you think did. It was, I think it was less than five minutes after he set it up, things were just happening. So <laughs> yeah, there was like no delay. Those babies just <laughs> came right out in the tub. And um, I will link that video in the show notes so you guys can see it in, in real time. It's, it's or real life. I should say it's, it's just incredible. So thank you for coming on the, the show, oh. Allah. This is just yes. an honor to have My you. My pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure. I can't believe that this is my story and I get to share it. Oh, we're so excited to hear it. So tell me, just give me like a brief background. Um, is this your first time? Uh, do you have uh, two older children, am I right? Yes, we have a four and six year old, yeah. um, two boys. And this was going to be our third baby. <laughs> we got pregnant. <laughs> we're planning for a third baby. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. And yes, then you got two. So, <laughs> yes. Was- what was that like when you learned you had twins? What were you thinking? Oh gosh, I immediate like um just like doubts if I would be able to carry twins to full term. I don't know why. I think I think the devil right away just started attacking me from the beginning of my pregnancy. It was the hardest pregnancy by far. I was so sick in bed 24/7. And he just started putting doubts in my head. I don't know if I'll be able to carry these twins to full term. I want to be able to breastfeed. Can I do that with two babies? Like stuff like that. It was like pretty, pretty like little stuff, but he made it seem like it was like, gosh, super, super, super important. I mean, it was important to me, but I mean, I'll explain now. I look back, I'm just like, the devil is a liar. I had to rebuke. I had to rebuke all those thoughts. Um, so the first thing, the first thoughts that flooded in my head was just like a lot of fear. I, I was really yeah. scared. I was like, oh my gosh, two babies. Um, I just wanted them to be like healthy and I wanted, I wanted them to like thrive. That's all yeah. I really, really wanted. So he made me question if I was going to be able to do that. Oh my goodness. But and that's gosh. probably, 
I feel like that's his tactic with every mother, right? Like, you yeah, can't really was, do this. You're not equipped ex- for this. Extremely vulnerable. He attacks, you know, the weak yeah. prey. And I was so vulnerable. I was just, I was, um, I was severely dehydrated, had hypothyroidism. I had to get like liquid IVs to replenish wow. myself. But I couldn't eat for months. I was in bed. Oh, gosh, it was... <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness! Twin twin crazy. pregnancy, twin pregnancy. Yeah, it was it was. Gosh, it tested like every ounce of me in every way, shape, and form. Yeah, but oh gosh, God is so 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 good. We got through it. Yeah, and so you had a birth center birth for your first two. What led you to the decision to having a home birth, especially with twins, for your third pregnancy? That's a, that's a, that's a big, a big thing. Like that's intimidating. And most people are like, what? You can't deliver twins at home. That's so dangerous. Like what would you say to all of that? I'm sure you process that somehow. Like, am I crazy? (laughs) I was, I was actually really excited and I just knew deep down that like I could do it. Um, and I really, really, I had a huge desire to, because I've always dreamed of having a home birth. The first two times it didn't really work, work out for us. We, we like rented a place, small place with the first baby and, uh, and the birth center was like three minutes away. So it made sense. With the second baby, we lived with my parents. I was like, there's no, no place we could like even set up a, like a, I really loved water birth with my first. So I wanted to do it with the second. It's like, I guess might as well just do it at the birth center again. And I remember giving birth to my second baby and just like laid there and he, him latching. And I'm like in baby heaven, you know, I just gave birth and I was like, babe, I was like, we are definitely having a home birth for our third baby. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I hear that so much when, when even though like just right after the birth, they're like, oh yeah, we're doing this at home next time. Like, I was this like, is I happening. just gave birth. Yeah. So I was like, so in my heart, I was like, I knew we were meant to have like more children because I didn't feel done. And I desired that home birth so much. Um, so here we were like, pregnant with our third and I was like oh my gosh yes I'm gonna get my home birth and all this and it's like uh so that's when we found when we found out that we were pregnant with two that was another huge thing I was like am I going to be able to have my home birth are we going to be able to like afford it are we going to be able to make it happen and my midwife already knew I was pregnant she already had come to see me like check my vitals and everything and she listened to the heartbeat. She's like, oh, yeah, there's your baby's heartbeat. You know, there's just one heartbeat. She wasn't like intentionally looking for a second one. Right, right. You so don't I, natu- <laughs> you don't just go, oh, let's find the other one. <laughs> so, yeah. So unless she you have a reason to. <laughs> yeah, she was shocked when I texted her. I was like, Jen, there are two babies. Oh, oh my gosh. My and she's like, what? <laughs> and I just remember how I was like, please. I was like, please tell me I can still have my home birth. Like, is there like is this still possible? She's like, I'm going to have to like chew this over and talk to the birth team. And, you know, she wanted to like plan this out like too. Did she have experience delivering twins? She delivered a set of twins in a hospital setting because she will join the mother, like wherever, basically like she, I don't know if it was a transfer or not when she told me, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, But she did tell me that mother went to have a natural twin delivery at the hospital. And it was amazing. I was like, wow, what a rock star. Um, but she um, she does wherever. She'll meet you wherever you want to give birth. Um, so what yeah, did she, she had one eventually tell you? She said, I have to check with the birth team. And then she came back. <laughs> she, 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 had, she worked with a midwife that had experience delivering twins okay. at home. 
Yeah, that's really important to have mm-hmm. experience yes. with that. It's a different so she's ball like, game for sure. Mm-hmm. So she was trying to see if like we could get that midwife at the at the at the birth too. She she's a very experienced midwife, not very experienced with twin birth. So she wanted to just make sure that she felt like like fully equipped to do this. Yeah. Even though she knows me and how I birth, I have pretty quick labors and and um yeah, I don't know. I, I guess that gave me a little bit more confidence here too with that and her. How did but, you process the fear of delivering twins or the fear that I I mean, I don't want to project this on you, but I'm imagining like from what I know to be pretty standard in our culture, we've got the traditional fear of childbirth that's just very Mm -hmm. present and then even more so with twins people are very skeptical very scared of something going wrong in in Mm -hmm. birth like with the twins and an emergency and especially in the hospitals you know it's Mm -hmm. like it feels to me like the narrative is like something could go wrong at any point Mm -hmm. even more so than with a normal one how did you how did you overcome that fear and find confidence and peace in the Lord to proceed to mm-hmm. having a twin home birth, mm-hmm. knowing probably all these experts, and I would imagine people are telling you that's too risky, that's too dangerous, or that's irresponsible. 100%. And, yeah, did 100%. you get that pushback? I was just going to say, I was just going to say, like, they're even, even my own mother-in-law's like, are you sure you don't want to give birth at the hospital where you have access to everything in case there's emergency? And I would just right away, I was like, mom, there will be no emergencies everything will be okay. And I would just have to tell her that. But deep in my heart, like deep in my heart, I just had peace because I did have a lot of scary thoughts, this pregnancy. And I knew, I knew that that was the enemy. So I would just say out loud, I would rebuke. It's very important to say it out loud. I rebuke, I rebuke this in Jesus name. These thoughts are not from the Lord. This is not what the Lord wants for my labor. This is not what the Lord wants for my birth. This is not what the Lord wants for the rest of my pregnancy. I rebuke it. We are blessed. My children are blessed. They are protected. They're highly favored. They are very wanted. Speak those things over yourself, over your babies, over your birth. Pray about it. You guys, this is the biggest thing that I've changed with this birth versus my other two. My other two were extremely painful. I remember. I leaned on my own strength in this in this labor, in this birth, I leaned on Jesus for strength. I remember praying, praying. It, even though it was very, very quick, I remember praying to Jesus, like, be my pain taker, be my doula, like, take a, be my epidural, like, do all these things, you know? Um, and it's, and I, I don't know, I can't even believe that this is my story and I get to share it. And it's so real. And I remember um, also just watching, um, I would, I would, every single day, I would try to find some kind of like twin home birth video or at least like a natural twin delivery. Yeah, to they're like probably not easy inspire to find. Me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But when you do find it, it's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is like, I want this so bad. Like, mm. I love this. So and you just those, filled your heart with like the good, so much the, hope. the oh. hope, the oh, positive yeah. stories and visually the videos of, of natural twin birth. That's so key i think and that's so smart Mm -hmm. to do that and then it helped a lot and then you took captive every thought you rebuked you recognized Mm -hmm. and had discernment over that's not god 
That's the enemy. Mm -hmm. This is like gold for anyone listening. Like, I hope you're taking notes because if there's anyone out there struggling with fear in pregnancy, whether you have one baby or two or (laughs) however many you have in there, this is such a common tactic of the enemy is to create fear and self-doubt in mothers. And I love love, Yeah, He tries to to deceive us. He tries to, yeah, to like make us feel like we can't, we're not capable, but yeah. Gosh, I mean, I, we got pregnant with these twins naturally. I was like, there's no way that God would give us two babies. if like, we couldn't handle it or if my body couldn't do it. Like he created me for this. Yeah. So I, I knew, I knew that this was obviously this was from him. This is such a gift, such a blessing. It's like, I'm, I'm rebuking everything that's negative and any thought, any, if anybody ever asked me like, Oh, so do you have a planned C-section or this and that? First of all, I'm terrified to have surgery. Like C-section is no joke. That is no joke. First of all, and then recovery with yeah. two babies. Oh, no, 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 no. And, like, and a lot of people just that's assume not easy. That's Mm-mm. what you do when you get pregnant mm-hmm. with twins. It's like, okay, when is your C-section scheduled for? Like as if that's the only oh, option. Gosh, yeah. No, for me, a C-section was like, if I had to, obviously, I know, I knew in the back of my head, I would do anything if I had to get these babies safely right. Right. here. But I also know like C-section is a serious surgery. Recovery is probably one of the hardest postpartum. On top of that, taking care of two babies, I was like, that's not what I want for myself. It's like, I don't want that for any mother, you know? Like, I was yeah. like, I don't know if any mother wants that, honestly, but yeah. Um, yeah. so I was like, I was like, I know God has more for me. So I would just literally just pray for, I would, I would literally ask him, I was like, God, you know, you see my heart, you see the desires, you see what I want. And I know you can give that to me or my loving father. I'm coming to you. Yeah. I'm coming to you as your child. And I'm asking you, please do this for me. And I would literally pray for like as pain-free birth as possible. Even though in my head, I was like, I don't know if it's possible. I was still like, still getting those thoughts in my head. I was like, is it possible? Yeah. And what, I, I did. What made you pray for a pain free birth? Did you know so, about that for your first two? No, I didn't know about that for my first two, but I watched a birth vlog, a water birth, home birth vlog of a mom who was giving birth to a singleton. And she had, she had two older children and they were standing there with her. And she was, she was writing down subtitles during her labor, like when she was editing her video and I was watching it. And oh gosh, I think it was like the most beautiful video I've ever seen. And she, she titled it as a supernatural birth. I was like, what? She's like, she was in the pushing stage. She's like, in this stage, she's like, I had zero pain. It was just pressure. It's like, how is that possible? I remember screaming my head off with my first. Like the, it's like very, very intense. Like the, you, you can just feel everything. I was like, is that really possible without an epidural? But that video was what really like, it planted a seed in my head. I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm still questioning if it's possible, but I prayed for it. But you saw evidence that it could be possible. And that made yes. you, I love how you said that it planted a seed. And then you, yeah. it's like God does that. He plants these seeds in our hearts and awakens something in us to go, hmm, yeah. I didn't know that was even possible. But now that I know that, I almost can't, I can't unsee it. And now yeah. I have to find out if, is that true? Can that be possible for me? <laughs> yeah, through a video, it's possible. That's yeah. why I felt so compelled to share about it um, on my social media, even though it's like a very quick little video. But yeah. I really, uh, gosh, so, I mean, that's probably a whole different topic about how many women reached out to me about my video. 
and there were just like goosebumps and crying. I was like, that's the Holy Spirit. Because like for weeks, weeks, weeks after my birth, I was on such a like birthing high. I yeah. the, I would just cry just from joy and that they were here safe and sound. And from the birth that I had, I felt like I was floating. And then every time I thought about my birth, I would just get goosebumps all over again. And oh my gosh, to relive that. I wish I could just relive that over and over yes. again. I, yes. Oh. I know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) and how that birth high can last for weeks after your birth Mm -hmm. and just replaying it in your mind brings like back the surge of hormones and oxytocin and endorphins Mm -hmm. and the love and the joy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's like so much gratitude, so much love, so much joy that like it actually happened. Like everything you prayed for happened, everything like, okay, so we got to tell the birth story Absolutely. before we, before I go on a rant about <laughs> yes, the birth yes, high yes. and how it could last weeks, because <laughs> I know I've experienced it too, and it's glorious. Oh, that's like the perfect word for this. So your glorious unassisted twin home birth, how, how in the world did this happen that you had twin babies at home in 30 minutes? Walk, walk mm-hmm. us through this. <laughs> okay. So just like a quick little backstory. Like I said, my first two started with contractions very painful they would get closer together just like a just like a typical like regular birth they you get contractions they get closer together they get more intense and i i mean i remember like having to like breathe really breathe through them couldn't talk nothing so 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 this when it comes to this when it came to this one i just remember um sitting in our living room and um towards the end of my my births I'm typically like babe I was like can we just like be intimate as much as we possibly can I mean obviously he's down (laughs) down. my husband's down (laughs) no arguments there (laughs) I was yeah I was extremely uncomfortable but I I um I actually was I well gosh I don't know if I I, I tell my friends, at least I tell my friends, I was like, I self-induce myself at home with my husband. Like, and we don't do anything else. Like, we just focus on that because the oxytocin, I know it's scientifically proven that it yeah. can help to jumpstart things, you know? If, so, if it works, it works. <laughs> yeah. So I just stuck, I stuck to it. I was like, babe, I was like, it's time. I was like, so we were intimate that night. It was around, gosh, 11, maybe PM. So we were intimate that night. And I remember like, I was so tired. I was ready for bed afterwards. Like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. So I went to the bathroom trying to like empty my bladder one last time before going to bed. And I remember sitting down on the toilet and actually, no, I, I sat down for a second and I got right back up because I just felt like insane pressure right away. Like everything felt like from my belly down to like my vulva literally felt like everything was being pushed down, like Mm. really intense pressure. Like there was no sharp pains, nothing no contractions um so i was like okay this is really strange it's like i cannot even sit on the toilet to go pee so i didn't even pee and i was just i was like oh my gosh i need to go lay down hmm. and i was extremely and you're like just to like paint the picture i want to make sure we all understand here you're 38 weeks with twins most twin moms would have been induced by now in the hospital mm-hmm. right like they mm-hmm. usually say okay yeah. 37 weeks that's full term yeah. so Mm-hmm. you obviously were not wanting induction you're having home birth you're at 38 weeks probably I was, super uncomfortable I was like, I was I was massive I look back at my photos of my stomach I'm like oh my gosh what I don't know <laughs> mind blown Lasaya. I was 38 weeks and three days I was I was I was ready wow. to be done I was very ready to be done so I was barely walking over to my bed and I was 
I know. I, I could just I, imagine you. You're like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna oh be into gosh. it. <laughs> And then it's like an hour later, you're feeling this intense pressure. Yes. So and no, con- was, but no contractions. So, yeah. So that was not regular for me. That's not typical for me with my other two from experience. I was like, okay, this is so in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm not in labor, but maybe I'm just, I, I've had very strong Braxton Hicks, like my whole pregnancy. And towards the end, they were actually like very strong and they were just like, they were extremely uncomfortable to the point where I was like, okay, are these contractions or not? Yeah. Um, and and that and, was leading up to the birth, like in the weeks prior to the birth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I also had, I also had what I thought was labor four days before this even happened. Mm-hmm. So and I, that's my body confusing was doing things. Yeah. Oh, you don't know. So... Is this real labor? Mm-hmm. Is this Braxton Hicks? And it's twins. So like, maybe it's different. You're kind of like yeah. a new mom in a sense. Like, so, yeah. And anytime me and my husband were intimate, like afterwards, I would, it was normal for me to feel like crampy or like have mm-hmm. extra Braxton Hicks and feel uncomfortable because uh, oxytocin releases, obviously like it causes your uterus to contract. But like, if your body's not ready to go into labor, it's, you're not going to go into labor. You're just yeah. feeling like unco- discomfort. So, sure. so here I am walking over to, to my bed and I couldn't even make it. I was like, no, I was like, I need to walk back. I was walking back to my husband. He was in the living. I was like, I was like, babe, I was like, I am so uncomfortable. I have so much pressure. I literally feel like something is about to pop, but I did. I grabbed one of those, um, depends. I had the depends for postpartum. So I grabbed one of those. Cause I literally felt, I was like, I was like, there's no way my water's going to break. Like I did not feel like I was in labor. I was like, but it literally feels like something's going to pop. So I just, mm. I was trying to put them on and I couldn't, I was like, I couldn't bend down. I was like, babe can you help me so he came, ran over he quickly like helped pull those up and i remember standing here like um here in my living room where we had like the, we did have the tub prepared it was blown up already in advance because from sunday when i had my close what i thought was when i thought was in labor we blew it up and um we actually started filling it up that day but um obviously the contractions and everything like went away um, I just wanted to be prepared. Also, I don't know if I mentioned this. I had quick births with my first, like he was born within four and a half hours of my first contraction. Mm-hmm. And my second was born like three hours after like wow. um, early labor. Okay. Um, this is making more sense because this is, your story is actually very consistent with many other twin, natural twin home birth mm-hmm. moms that I've shared because they'll mm-hmm. tell me that it went very quick once they did mm-hmm. go into labor, like their body yeah. wasted no time. And those babies came out like very quickly. So it's like, you already have fast labors. So that makes mm-hmm. sense that your twin home birth would be even faster. So, so that's what we were, that's what we were trying really hard to prepare for because I was like, they could come really fast after my water breaks. And that's my other two boys. They actually, um, my water would break right before pushing. So as soon as my water breaks, I would like start pushing. Yeah. So, um, so here I am standing and he's helping me put on depends and we don't have a bath here where we live. We just have like a walk-in shower. And I was like, babe, I was like, please. I was like, can you just start filling up the tub? I need to soak in some warm water. I need some kind of relief. So he connected the hose to the shower and started filling up the birthing tub. And while that was happening, I was just like, I was walking over to the couch and just trying, oh my gosh, trying my best to get comfortable. I was just, I was so uncomfortable. It, there's no words for this. Dis- I've never felt this discomfort in my life. I couldn't sit. I couldn't sit like normally on my butt. I, try, I was trying to like lay sideways and even that was so hard. 
Wait, do you um, so think you I, were in transition at this at this point? You just didn't know it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, that makes so, sense. So. <laughs> uh, I yeah. So I sat down on the couch and um, I called my mid- midwife at that point, and I called her. I was like, um, Jen, I I don't know what's going on. I I've been having pressure for what felt like ten minutes now, and it's not going away. It's not getting like it's still strong, consistent, like pressure, constant pressure. And, um, and, um, she was just like, okay. She's like, okay. She like knows what my previous labors are. Typically I start with Mm -hmm. contractions, yada, yada. And I'm like, barely like talking through them. She's like, okay, well, if anything changes, she was already sleeping. So so she said, if anything changes, she was kind of, I think, hoping that I would tell her, like, okay, I'm having consistent contractions and they're close together, you know, just so we're both not questioning it. Yeah. So we, in this case, we were both questioning it. So I was like, I was yeah. like, okay, I was like, if anything, she's like, if anything changes, call me immediately. She was 15 minutes. She lives about 15 minutes from me. Okay. And I was like, okay. So I hung up and I think it was literally within like one minute. I did feel a contraction. And now it's kind of hard to actually remember exactly. I felt a contraction, maybe one or two. And then my water broke. Mm. So I felt two pops. I felt two little pops inside of me. Like, I mean, I didn't feel it. It it felt like I heard it, but also, no, I did feel it. It felt like air bubbles, two air bubbles. Like the two water bags breaking. So that was, yeah, that was one baby. So basically what I felt was, baby a her her sack broke and then the sack that was around both of them okay right because there's the amnion and the cor the corian there's yeah two layers. I, yeah literally felt two pops and what type of I, twins I, did I you don't have remember i had die die twins they were fraternal yeah. twins they each had their own sack their own placenta so they were completely okay. separate <laughs> and uh so my water broke and my husband's sitting here on, at his table and i was like I was like, babe, my water just broke. He's like, what? He's like, what? Are you sure? He's like, are you sure? I was like, oh, yeah. Um, so I got up and we saw that it was leaking. And I quickly called my midwife. I was like, and the pressure was still there. The pressure was very intense. I was like, Jen. And I had to get in the water. I needed some relief. I quickly took off my di- diaper and I was getting into the water. And it was maybe like, gosh, maybe like three inches of water at that time because it was just starting to fill up. He just connected the hose. And at that point, I was feeling very like achy, like in my hips, in my thighs and my lower back. Like I could feel the aches. It didn't like feel like pain. It didn't feel like pain. It felt like a strong ache. So discomfort. And the pressure was constant this whole time. So, um, So by instinct, I shoved my fingers up my vagina just to see what's going on. <laughs> and I could feel a head. I could feel a head. Like I literally just almost, I didn't even like go in all the, all the way as deep as I could. Cause I didn't know how oh, deep boy. I need to go. Like when people, when you, you know, a midwife checks. Check you, yeah. Well, you wouldn't be able like, to feel a head unless that baby <laughs> was like super low, like plus one, plus two, plus three. You were probably like plus two at that point. <laughs> So, oh my gosh. So we called the midwife. I was like, Jen, my water broke. And she's like, I'm coming. I'm coming immediately. And she lives 15 minutes away. So 15 minutes away, I called her and I felt the head. 
And I told my husband, I was already in the pool on my knees. I was like, babe, it's like, please, before you do anything. And what's crazy to me is I was actually still able to talk just fine at this point, you guys. I wasn't like groaning and moaning. I wasn't breathing through them, nothing. I was like, babe, please, please, before you do anything, set up my phone and press (laughs) record. (laughs) I really wanted to capture this so badly. I had my tripod set up for days in advance up there. Oh, I'm so glad you did. It's such a (laughs) gift. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know. I look back. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. So I, so he had that set, he set it up and I'm in the tub. I'm just like focusing, rubbing my belly. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, in my head, I'm like millions of thoughts. I'm like, I'm about to see my babies. Like I'm about to meet my babies. Like what? At what point did it become real to you that you realize this is real labor? Like I'm not in denial anymore. Oh, when I, when the my water broke, when your I, water just, broke. Like, I just knew that that's it. Like things are going to happen fast. And then the babies come. Yeah. That's so funny. So okay. My, yeah. My water broke and then I felt the head and I was just, at that point I was just waiting for like contractions and waiting for the urge to push while he was like running around. He was like preparing things, last minute things like. It was he um, freaking uh, out after that point? No, no, like, no, 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 not really actually. No, he was pretty chill. Thank goodness. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Thank goodness. He was too. Because <laughs> it's just you two. Were you scared? No, I had zero fear. I had zero fear. I just like, I don't know. It was like an instinct thing. I was like, I was so excited. I was, oh my gosh. I just remember being really excited and just wanting to hold them already. Oh. And I just, and I knew, I knew that the midwives were on their way. So that gave me some peace too, because I knew that they would be here soon to like check, make sure everything's good. I remember also calling my friend who was supposed to take photos for us of the labor. And I called my sister. She lives an hour away. And I told her my water broke. And she actually drove over, but she never made it, obviously. But um, (laughs) so, okay. So my husband was right here next to me, but he was in the kitchen. So he didn't see. Like, I literally just by instinct, I just started pushing. And I was focusing on pushing. So, um, baby A she came out so fast and we actually we waited to find out the genders so i didn't know if i was like, gonna have a girl or oh, wow. two girls or two boys um so that um, must have been so, so special having already oh had my two gosh babies. oh <laughs> so the funny thing is so, yeah so she came out so she came out and i was just did you i, I was like oh my gosh what he <laughs> walked you? in it he walked in it and he was like what so he, he wasn't even there when the first baby he, came out it was just he didn't you. even he didn't even realize i was pushing he was here like he was cleaning out the the birthing tub because i literally pooped a little bit in the birthing tub from pushing and he was like so worried about keeping it clean he's like we got to keep it clean for the babies you know and he's like this like a germ freak and it was so <laughs> funny to me because i didn't even realize until the video he we had like the little scoop thing <laughs> he was like cleaning that out, putting it in the trash. And I'm like over here pushing out a baby, but it was like silent, no screaming, nothing. I was just focused. I was so focused on pushing that baby out. Did you experience so, the fetal ejection reflex where your body just ejects? The oh baby? yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And I also actually felt the ring of fire with both of them. I had it with all my babies. Like it burns. Yeah. yeah. It burns. It stings basically. It stings. So but you were like, just quiet. So you were just letting your body do it. I was like breathing it out, like the pain, not the pain. It was like the stinging sensation. It was like, oh, you know, like stings. It's like, oh, like somebody's like lighting a little torch down there. 
That's how, what I felt with all my births. I'm like still trying to wrap my head around this. Like how many contractions did you have before baby A came out? I want to say maybe four. Oh my gosh. Maybe four. I can't even pinpoint it. I can't, I can't yeah. even fathom. Yeah. That was fast to me. That I was like, what? I was like, how did I just like skip transition? Basically like transition was like. You skipped all of labor, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, was like, to- I mean, like there was no first stage, second stage. Trans- you just skipped the whole thing and went right to pushing. 100- Actually, yes. That's. Gosh, no, no. Praise God. Praise God. I was like, so, so, so grateful, especially after the pregnancy. I was like. This is a such we a talk gift. Talk about such a, a supernatural childbirth, man. Like, oh my gosh. So when she came out, um, I was so excited to find out the gender. I was like, finally, I was like, we can find out the gender. Like, babe, do you want to check? So I checked and we both look at it. And I literally said, I said, I think it's a girl because I'm like in such denial that I have a girl. I was like, I think it's a girl. Oh my She's gosh. like, yeah. And I and towards the end of the video, I didn't realize I just played it back recently. I literally asked him, I was like, babe, can you check? Is it really a girl? You're like in disbelief, I, I bet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the whole thing is like you're probably still in shock. Like, what just happened? <laughs> like, oh, I don't gosh. know what's reality here. <laughs> yeah. So I was there. So she was there crying, her little cry, the smallest baby I've ever had. She was six pounds, ten ounces. And, that's and I was just holding her. her. Oh my gosh, yes. And I was like holding oh. her. I was like, oh, this is the best. Oh. And I immediately started actually having contractions right after that. I had maybe two contractions. And then I started pushing again. And at that point, when I started pushing, my husband ran out the door to open, unlock the gate so that the midwives could come in when they arrive. He's like, I'm just going to go quickly open the gate up for them so they can come in while we're still here. Um because he's like just in case i can't open it when they're like when they get here basically he's like i'd have to leave it anyways he wanted all to be like set up for them so i'm holding her he gave me a towel to cover her and stuff it's like okay go 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 so he quickly ran out and i started pushing he walked out i started pushing and i was like okay just like focusing on pushing feeling feeling the ring of fire and uh just as he's walking through the door i'm just like I'm pushing this baby out like the rest of him. And he starts coming out and my husband's just running over, kneeling down and he grabs the baby with his one hand and I grab the baby with my other hand and we pull him up to my chest. So he was born three minutes after his sister and he was seven pounds, 10 ounces. He was a whole pound heavier than her, which is crazy. I was like, exactly a whole pound. He just felt so much bigger. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. I remember I was like, and when we, we checked him, I was like, oh my gosh, it's a boy, our, our third boy. That's why I said in the video, it's our third boy. And people, some, some of the comments are, they're like, did they have triplets? Like third boy, what? <laughs> but no, I guess, sorry, that got a little confusing for some people. But, um, but yeah, so I know. held them. Yeah. So I held them on my chest. Um, and you had, had the on- first baby on your chest when you pushed out the second one, like your husband wasn't yeah. in there. You yeah, I was holding the her. cord. Mm-hmm. So you're pu- you're literally pushing out baby B while holding baby A, <laughs> and your husband isn't even in the room. He's unlatching the yeah. gate. Oh, but, this is oh crazy. my gosh! If it, it all felt so right, it all yeah. felt so right. And even my midwife, she's like, you know what? She's like, you guys experienced something like so intimate, so rare. She's like, if we were there, 
we would be like, you know, listening to the heartbeats constantly. Uh, like it wouldn't be as intimate. She's like, she's like, I'm a, as much as I would have loved to witness that. She's like, it was amazing the way it turned out for you guys. And I, I think so too. I was like, I literally, yeah. I was like, everything that I prayed for happened and even more. It was like God orchestrated from beginning to end. And yeah, so the midwives arrived and my placenta was almost completely out on its own. Actually, I say placenta because both of them kind of like they were like connected by um, like a clear tissue. The placentas. So they came out together. They were attached. Okay. Not like pl- placenta vessels, but like the um, gosh, I don't even know how to say it. It's like the clear stuff. I don't know. It's like the clear sack kind of. Actually. Yeah, the bag of waters probably because it yeah so it came out together and I so I was and you know I want to say this actually like in like by instinct um I just wanted to rub my own belly like after they came out because I was starting to feel like those postpartum contractions when the uterus starts shrinking down and those were very intense I think also because I was measuring almost 50 weeks at the end of my pregnancy I was measuring like a 50 week pregnant pregnant woman Wow. I was I was big. My uterus was really, really big. You were so probably I, like I, looked like a ticking time bomb to any of these. And I'm five three. I'm not I'm oh not gosh, like you're, this. you're yeah. short. That probably was yeah. so big. Yes. Um my belly was massive. You'll have and... to send me a picture so we could share. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was I just remember wanting to rub my belly and I could just feel how it was like literally like I was just rubbing my belly and my placenta was like coming out like all of that naturally like wow. it encourages the placenta to come out yeah and which is obviously better you don't want the placenta staying in for so long and we but were you also didn't have to like aggressively push your belly it was no just like, not at all I, I didn't even push no I was like rubbing it and it felt really 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 good and um, a lot of twin moms will be nervous about postpartum hemorrhage because it's more common with twin birth but I, I can honestly say I probably lost less blood in this birth than I did with my first, mm. with my first son. And uh, we didn't need any of the Pitocin shot or anything. And it was like, it was like perfect. They both came out crying. None of this, none of the cords was wrapped around their necks. Nothing like that. Like it was, it was, a lot of people will say like, you just got lucky. But I'll say like, no, God made that, God makes that happen. Yeah. Like only God, like. Yeah. You you did the preparation, you did the work, you see you had your mindset, you were rebuking, you you were mm-hmm. cultivating an environment of peace in your heart mm-hmm. to set mm-hmm. yourself up for that kind of experience so that when it happened you could receive it. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, and sometimes yeah, just like now I can like sit here and I think about it and I'm like he is so good everything I have and I'm still breastfeeding that was like my one of my fears is will I be able to breastfeed and they're almost 11 months old um that was gosh that was a lot of work in the beginning with them I remember breastfeeding them like day and night that was my full-time job plus overtime as newborns I had no sleep but I was so so happy I would just cry tears of joy all the time and I would look at them and I'm like, smell every inch of their body. I'll try to savor it as best as I can. Um, and God provided with help too. My, our mothers, my, my mom, my husband's mom would bring us food. So I wouldn't have to worry. About, I had no time to think about food 
but I was hungry. I was breastfeeding. Oh, uh, so God provided in so many ways, so many ways. Um, gosh, I got Wait, to say. Did you ever use formula? No, I never had to use formula. Um, so they've been I, I didn't exclusively have to use breastfed for yeah. 11 months. Yeah. And my goal was like, my main goal was to get into one year. And they're almost 11 months old. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, we can do it. That's unheard of. Like statistically, that's <laughs> like so rare. <laughs> I don't even think you know. <laughs> it, it is, it, it is. Oh gosh, breastfeeding is. is breastfeeding is another thing. I'm pretty like I love talking about it and I love giving mothers hope because yeah. they they can do it too. It's just, you know, there's a lot of self-sabotage that goes on in the beginning. Because mm. mothers will be like, I'm not making enough. My baby's hungry. And we all just want to feed our baby. And formula is there, obviously. Like yeah. <laughs> just in case like a baby's not getting enough food. Right. But in the beginning, fe- I just know. It's the same fear from the enemy that creeps in. You're not you doing just, enough. Yeah. You're not, your body's not working. Yeah. You're but also, mm-hmm, and breastfeeding is um, supply and demand. Yep. So the more often you latch that baby, it tells your body to produce more milk. So exactly. I knew that. And I just, I would literally, I would literally nurse them for 40 minutes. They tandem feed them. And five minutes later, if they seemed hungry or if they were searching, I would latch those babies. My nipples have never been in such a rough state in my life. <laughs> I had, I bought those silver nipple covers to help me heal, in, like in the the little breaks that I had. Oh in between. yeah, silverettes. Those things are amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I actually, I asked, so I actually got like the knockoff version on Amazon, and I can say I do believe that they helped because I feel like I literally had no breaks from nursing, and I I got away with like uh, I did have a cracked, bleeding nipple, and they were extremely sore. But I feel like it would have been so much worse without those things. Mm-hmm. I'm nursing so, um, twins. I, I watched a friend do it and I was baffled at how much more work it was to nurse two than to just nurse one. It was like more than double the work because the sleep deprivation, yeah. having to even just getting set up to like latch mm-hmm. both babies. Yes, I time. needed help. Yeah, yeah, I needed help. My husband would have to like set the other baby on my chest. And prop me up and prop pillows around me so I could like hold them properly. Like my back was killing, my neck was killing, but yeah. I I was I was really determined. I was like, I just want to breastfeed them. Oh. I just want them. And what a labor milk. of love. Like, did you have to go into the hospital for anything for them? Like they're twins. They they should be in the NICU. That's what everybody would assume, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so I I prayed. I prayed a lot. I was like, please, God, just let them get to full term. And I remember just counting that the days. I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Every uh, every single day that I was still pregnant, I was very grateful. Even though I was, I was mentally, I was done by like 20 weeks. I was like, I'm done. I was like, this is hard. Um, Bless and- your heart. Like you are a trooper. Just- <laughs> You're so amazing. Listen, you- listen, you'll do what you have to do. Like, you just want those healthy babies. I know. And I, I am one person like NICU parents. Gosh, I cannot imagine. That was one of my biggest fears. And I mean, I've been in the hospital with like my baby when he had RSV and that was like insanely hard. And I can't imagine with a newborn, like just like praying and hoping every single day they'll, they'll get better and better. It's just hard in the hospital. And I really, really, really was trying to like avoid as best that I can. And the only way I knew how was to pray. Like, mm-hmm. please, Lord, just let them, let them stay in until they're ready, until they're like fully grown, until their, their lungs are fully developed. 
so we yeah. can avoid the NICU. Um, yeah. I mean, my midwife did say, she's like, if you go into labor, let's say uh, 36 weeks, she said. So 36 weeks, between 36, 37, they would still probably recommend that I obviously go to the hospital just in case they need assistance breathing um, when they're born. So it's like, okay, after 37 weeks, she's like, you're safe. Basically, you're, we are planning. Well, we've always been planning the home birth throughout the, the pregnancy. She's like, but you're good to go like after 37 weeks. But she actually went out of town. She went on her first vacation in a very long time when I was like between 37 and 38 weeks. <laughs> so, oh so they came three days after she got back. And I was oh. like, I remember she was gone and I was like getting those strong Braxton Hicks. Couldn't sleep at night. I was like, please, please, please don't let this be labor. Like, I don't know. I was like, Lord, please keep them in until until Whoa. she's back. And your body knew. Like you gotta wait. <laughs> I'm just saying, just the way that everything worked out. Yeah, it was like, all divine, all divine amazing. timing. So let's let's jump back just a bit to the birth story. You have baby A. Well, I mean the time. I mean the timeline of this. I feel like I like you. You were you went to the bathroom. That was 11 o'clock p.m. You said 11:30 somewhere in there. So okay, so they were born. No, so they were born at one one o eight and one eleven. Three minutes apart. And no, it was already midnight. So if that was 1 a.m. So I think actually, I think everything started at midnight, 12, 12 yeah. with me and my husband. We got into yeah. around 12, went to the bathroom, felt tons of pressure, came out back to here, put the diaper on me, got on the couch, called my midwife. And then after we hung up a couple minutes later, that's when my water broke. Because the video actually captured the whole thing. Yeah, like I just got in and he turned it on and the video was 15 <sighs> minutes long. Basically, I started pushing almost right away the video. Um, and that's actually how we were able to track how far apart they were born is through the video because we had no, we no were looking ways. at the time. And um, and then, yeah, and then it shows me like sitting in the tub, holding them, rubbing my belly. And the midwife, was, they arrived. Yeah, I think 15 minutes after I started pushing. So they got there, like you said, right as the placenta was being born. Yeah, yeah, it was already basically, basically like came and out. Like, she just like what, what, like an incredible sacred experience <laughs> to have experienced that. It, it almost like you're in a bubble. Like there was no, nobody was there. I love even what your midwife said that she even recognized. Like if we were here, we would have been checking the baby. It wouldn't have been as intimate. Mm-hmm. What a gift that God gave you and your husband to experience that together. And I bet many people would have taken that as like a horrible thing or a traumatic thing. Like, oh my gosh, my twin babies. I've actually heard women tell me stories just like this, where they had their babies at home in the bathtub alone. And it was terrifying yeah. because mm-hmm. the, oh, they, gosh, I in can't their imagine. mind, that's an emergency. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. And yet your heart mm-hmm. was so positioned for glory and for this this beautiful sacred birth that god gave it to you as a gift i, I it sounds to me like that at least like what did no i i gift. did i would i would literally tell god i was like god i was like let this be for your glory yeah. let my story be for your glory yeah. this is literally all him this was all him everything that he like um he orchestrated through my pregnancy the way that he made things happen like come together it was all him and I'm so, so, so grateful. Oh my God. It's beautiful. I love how 
you just instinctually do things like when there's no interruption and there's no one around to interfere Mm -hmm. or to, to give you a suggestion even how your instincts just take over. Like, did you feel mm-hmm. like you were in like another zone, like a, a supernatural, like it just, the way you describe it, it sounds like you were just in a, in a different time zone. A different... It seriously felt like a dream because yeah, I felt like I was going to be pregnant forever. Like my pregnancy <laughs> felt like it, it lasted nine years. Mm. And I was like, I wonder, I would always wonder when the babies would come, like how far along that would be, how it would happen. Oh, I like daydreamed every single day up until this point. So when it was finally yes. happening, I was like, and we actually, um, it was you like, we, we did the lights. So <laughs> we did the lights. Like it was like a really wonderful atmosphere here. My husband, he's so funny. So he was on the computer when my water broke. So he quickly switched. <laughs> he quickly like turned on some like peaceful music. And I nice. looked back, I was like, you could hear it in the video. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so nice. But I didn't even like recall any of that when, while I was like focused on, on the babies. Uh, uh. And um, gosh, I want, I, there was also something I wanted to, oh yeah. I wanted to say that, um, so a lot of people will, will argue that a twin birth should be at the hospital, should be planned with an OB. But if I was... Right with this, with the way that everything happened, if I had an OB and no midwives, if I did not prepare for a home birth, it's very likely that I would have been giving birth in the car or at home completely by myself and would have to call obviously the ambulance. Yeah. After the babies would be born. So true. Which is which is not safe to be delivering twins in a car. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Or, yeah. or having no medical, you know, no I mean. Yes, the and body the, knows the, the yeah. rush and everything. I like I can't right the stress, the stress of that. Yeah, that's a really good point for those of you listening to this who may have fast births. You know, sometimes I think it's safer to stay home than to try to rush to the hospital and get to the hospital on time. You know, it it's almost safer to stay home and let the help come to you for sure. And the fact mm-hmm. that you set that up from the beginning, knowing my midwife is on the way, so I'm mm-hmm. at peace. She's mm-hmm. gonna check out the babies, but you just—it's mm-hmm. like you just knew in your heart, like everything is okay. Mm-hmm. Intuitively, uh, absolutely, yeah. You just like start rubbing their little backs just in case, just to like stimulate them. But they yeah. both came out crying, praise God. And uh, yeah, when it comes to like being prepared, I don't know. I look back and I'm just like, oh, so glad that it worked out the way that it did. Like it was a lot of relief. Yeah. What would you say to women preparing for their birth? Gosh, there's so much I want to say, but like the first thing that comes to my mind is like, you can absolutely do it. You are made for this. You are so capable. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. Like God created women to give birth. Yes. Thanks to like, even like we'll say Adam and Eve, the curse causes caused us to have painful labors because of that. But I believe that if you come to God and say, like, God, this is the birth that you originally wanted us to have. I want that. Give me that. Like, that's what I believe that birth was before it got cursed. That is like the supernatural that when I experienced. And I never, never, never thought that I could have something like that. I didn't even know how it would feel like. But now I know. And it's so real and it's possible. And it's, oh, my gosh, it's. How, how, how am I 
how am I the person that like got to experience that? I don't know what I did to deserve that. I don't. Mm. So that is why I'm just like, you ask. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. He said, he says, come to me and ask. You don't receive because you don't ask. Yeah. And I have a, I have a verse here that I would like to share too, that any, anybody who's pregnant now can write it down and just repeat it to yourself, especially when you're labor, you can repeat this to yourself, but Psalm 37, four through five, delight in, delight yourself also in the Lord. And he will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also, like lean on him, also in him, and he will bring it to pass. Just come to him and you ask, you are, you are his child, your father. He wants, he wants you to be happy. He wants good for you. And he, he can give that to you. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what I know. That's what I know. And it's, it's, gosh, it's so, so possible. So. Yeah, I hope that this spreads a lot of hope. Wow, thank you. Would you would you just pray for those listening to have a supernatural birth? Oh, yes, I can do that. Okay. Oh, Lord, what you have granted me, it's just, it's beyond words. And I pray that anybody listening on this podcast right now, God, that you cover them, and that you bless their the rest of their pregnancy and that you bless their labor and you give them that experience that supernatural experience lord that is only possible with you that you be their pain taker that you be their epidural lord i plead the blood of jesus christ over them and i just bless them their babies in jesus mighty name be with them and grant Grant the desires of their heart to them, Lord. And thank you so much for this opportunity, God. May your name be glorified through all of this, through every single person here, through every birth. In Jesus' mighty name, you are holy and you are just so grand, grand beyond words I can't even express. And I'm so, so, so grateful that you are our Father. Thank you. Thank you so much for everything. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing your story and just allowing God to use it. To, I hope it blesses so many women. And if you're Amen. listening to this and you've you've been touched at all by this, please, please share it. Share it on your social media. Send your friends. Like, let this story just give glory to God and be a testimony of what is truly possible in birth. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Allah. And thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. My pleasure. Thank (laughs) you for having me. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pain-Free Birth Podcast. If you were encouraged, it would mean so much if you left us a five-star review and shared this with your community. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at painfreebirth. To learn more about the Pain-Free Birth e-course, free resources, private coaching, and upcoming events, Find out more at painfreebirth.com. See you next week.